What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and the Marvel Rewind, as we are here covering What If Marvel each and every week here on the, uh, the review show for Apocalypse Movies. My name is Jake, and I am joined by Jacob Bartley as we are covering episode eight of What If. What If Ultron 1? Very simple, very straight to the point, but incredibly important. Um, it's funny, as we were watching the intro, Jacob, I'm like, man, this whole season, we're seeing these characters and we're seeing them go away, like these What If stories. But then all of a sudden, now they're all coming back into the fold because of yeah. what's happening in this series. <laughs> uh, we're going to be seeing a lot of these characters again in the finale this week, which is very, very exciting. Before we get to that, how you doing, man? It's Monday. A little late on Rewind. Yeah. Today. We're, we're here. We're reviewing. We're hanging out, talking about it. How you doing? I'm pretty good, man. I I watch this. like I usually watch them on Wednesday right after work. Uh, so it's been it's like it's not as fresh in my mind as the other ones, but... This was a huge episode, so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with this episode, um, and we let I say we just get right into it because it's it's so oh, yeah. packed with stuff, and it's oh yeah, it's leading into what's happening in the finale, um, and e even maybe stuff that happens in the future. But uh, so basically, what what the premise of the episode is is when in Age of Ultron, the film, not not the what if episode. Uh, when Ultron creates Vision's body, um, as the Watcher says in the episode, uh, what if the Avengers didn't steal Vision's body is what's happening. Um, and Ultron got a hold of the body, became this sentient being, and essentially took over the universe because he found out the what the Infinity Stones were, his Ultron apocalypse happened, um, and then he, towards the end of the episode, we see this incredible revelation that he became... Uh, known of what the Watcher is, multiverse, all of these different universes that are happening. Um, and now he is the most dangerous thing that the universe has ever seen because uh, he has the six Infinity Stones with him, which, by the way, we're going to get to that moment with yeah. Thanos. Like, <laughs> like wow. Mind blown. Uh, but a huge premise here with this character, this story. We also, on the flip side of it, see a really, really cool human story with Widow and Hawkeye together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, on the human element, which I thought was a great touch to this episode. Uh, but before we get into specifics, Jacob, kind of just your reaction to it, uh, overall instant thought as you sat down and watched this one. Man, this one, it kind of blew me away because I, I kind of think the Age of Ultron movie is, I think it's mixed among fans for the most part. Okay. I personally love it, to be honest. Every time I watch it, I like it more. Because I think there's things in there that I know it. it's maybe like the most Joss Whedon joke heavy, but there's things around that stuff that make that movie very special. And I always thought like I always liked James Spader as Ultron in that movie. And I always thought like he wasn't as menacing or as powerful as he could have been. And I think we kind of saw that here in this episode and not that. I wanted him to become this powerful in the movie because they wouldn't have been able to stop him. But it's just showed me the potential for that character and what he's capable of. And I think people forget that Vision's body was originally supposed to be Ultron's. Ultron devised his whole plan to have that body made. And he was uploading it. It was partially uploaded. So part of Ultron is in Vision. And then uh, we all know what happens. The Avengers get the body. Vision's made. So it, it it reminded me what Ultron could have been and also how powerful Vision really is. And I don't think we really even 
got to see how powerful Vision is either. No, there. De- I mean, we saw moments of of his mm-hmm. power in the MCU, but this episode like really puts a highlight on what you're right. What kind of power the character has if someone like Ultron were to get a hold of it? Yeah. Um, and the moment that obviously stands out, I'm sure we can talk about it right now, but the, the <laughs> Thanos moment. Yeah. He just literally split Thanos in two. Um, and again, I know a lot of people are saying like, well, why didn't he do that in Infinity War? You have to think of the characters. That's not what Vision does. Um, that's what that's, Ultron would that's do. That's a great point. And that's not even a point that I thought of, but that's a great point. Is is Vision the type of person that would kill someone right away? What is Vision? One of the first one of the first things Vision says when he comes out: "I am on the side of life." Yes, because he says he doesn't. He says, "I don't want to kill Ultron. He's hurting or whatever." And he says, "I'm on the side of life." Yep. He didn't even want to kill Ultron. I don't even think he really did kill Ultron. I always assumed he like stuffed him deep in cyberspace and locked I, him up. I do think there's probably a chance we'll see him in live action again at yeah. some point. I mean. Maybe this version, but I don't know what they would ever possibly do to stop this version. But yeah. but we'll see. But but yeah, I just think, yeah, it's it's crazy. And this one, I think this one gives us the most to talk about as far as like the MCU overall, because it made us think about certain things. But like we said in Infinity War, Vision wouldn't do that. But also, Vision gets stabbed like behind his back by an alien like a weapon, right? That's able to penetrate his skin. He gets destroyed. Now he's like malfun- He's like falling apart, right? Glitching. Yeah. And by the time he meets Thanos, he's what at less than fifty percent. Yeah. So he wouldn't have never had a chance to do this to Thanos. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really know where we want to start. I guess we can start with the rise of power for Ultron. Yeah. Um, it was a very quick rise. Uh, just kind of mm-hmm. glazing through a bunch of things because they wanted to get the heart of the story. As Rachel says in the comments, yes, Tony Stark is the true villain of what if. I mean, uh, if you really if you think about it, I guess. He kills him in every episode. That's true, but he also <laughs> created Ultron. Yeah, so. no, 100%. Um, I mean, seeing the Avengers die, or seeing at least Tony die the way that he died, uh, and seeing Ultron kind of play out that way, um, it, it was a very interesting rise to power for the character and how they told it going through specific events inside the MC that we've recognized from the past. Um, but then when we get to like the large portion of all of it, and we can talk about Natasha and Clint here in a little bit, because the episode actually does start with them, which I thought was a great way of starting all of this. Um, but let, let's talk about, uh, I almost called it vision Ultron becoming <laughs> aware to, yeah. of the watcher, which is a huge part of this. That's that it yeah. is. It is arguably to this point, the most important thing that has happened in the series because Ultron, a villain now knows what the multiverse is we've gotten a look at the inside of the multiverse but also watcher broke his vow of never getting involved Mm -hmm. he now has to be involved which is going to be leading into the finale another big aspect of all of this but what an incredible moment between i mean we've talked about it with star wars like emotional tugs and importance what we've seen in animation but like what a great moment in mcu when that moment turns where ultron becomes aware of the multiverse and the watcher yeah, that was interesting. So I'm wondering how this works because throughout this what if series, we've only seen two people, two beings become aware of the watcher, right? Strange Supreme, yep, who at that time his whole entire universe was destroyed yep. and there was nothing and it was just like complete silence. So is it because they're super powerful 
or because they eliminated everything else in their universe, there's like no distractions. They can tap into the whatever connects them to the Watcher and the multiverse. I if, don't know. I think it's maybe it's both. If I'm know. not mistaken, in Strange's episode, did he like come into contact with Watcher or was he saying like, I what is that voice? I hear that. He's like, who is that? He's like, yeah. I can feel so, you or something. So I, yeah. it was like almost like a stepping stone. In this one, Ultron mm -hmm. literally is face to face with the dude. And he then at the end of the episode, the we, barrier. Yeah. Well, that and we also see at the end of the episode that Supreme has also become face to face with Watcher. Uh, yeah. He, there was that obviously the tease mm -hmm. to the Guardians of the Multiverse and everything, but it is interesting. You're right. In the two moments, two moments we've seen it, both universes have been destroyed. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's essentially just a black room, an empty hole, and maybe it's like you said, it's become so quiet of no life that. They're able to hear this distant thing called the Watcher talking yeah. and kind of overlooking everything. And also, they're also both the most powerful beings we've ever seen in the MCU, I would say. Yeah. But Supreme, you know, Strange Supreme and this version of what do they call this version of Ultron? I don't even know. But yeah, That's so good, good it, point. It, it could be that they're just so damn powerful they're able to tap into that. And and that's interesting because I like the way they set this up because obviously the strange supreme is a, we look at him as a villain right and everything that happens and we're like oh are the heroes gonna face him but no it's somebody even more powerful than him potentially who has the infinity stones it's like and that sets up a pretty epic showdown because i don't i think the other members of the guardians of the multiverse or whatever are gonna handle the ultron bots while I don't know who else other than Strange Supreme and the Watcher could take on Ultron. Well, yeah, I, you're right. I don't in the what if characters that we've been introduced to. Yeah, it wouldn't make maybe. I mean, maybe Thor, Party Thor, I mean, he could maybe. bang him around a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, it, Captain Marvel too, because we they basically told us that Captain Marvel can defeat Thor. I was I was gonna say that, that yeah. it almost seems like Captain Marvel so far in the series has been the most repetitive character. It would make sense to see her again, but, he, but, but Vision, uh, Ultron already killed a version of Captain. That's Marvel. what I'm saying. Like, which mm -hmm. universe? Maybe she comes from a different universe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe we see a new character that we haven't seen before outside of. I know that we're going to be getting uh, Gamora in the armor. Mm -hmm. um, maybe someone else other than Gamora shows up. It seems like we're going to be getting T'Challa, Star Lord, um, Captain Carter, Gamora. Black Widow from this universe. Yeah. Strange Supreme. Uh, and honestly, like, I don't know. I, I don't know who else. Off the top I of think head. we're going to get oh, a oh, Captain Party Marvel. Party I think we're going to get a Captain Marvel because okay. wherever this happened, where he killed that Captain Marvel, that was just his universe, right? Do we get killed? So, Do you think we get Killmonger? Oh, I'm, we must, right? As Remember we Killmonger as about, Black Panther? Remember we talked about how in the trailers there's a black panther somewhere in the background yeah and we don't know who it was and we talked about maybe it could be killmonger maybe it's shuri but i do think it's the killmonger the one we saw with the him and tony episode i think we'll get him and i think we'll get because when is it, it what episode at the end does captain marvel show up and she like rolls up her sleeves and she's like ready to fight i don't it's it's the one where all the avengers die with nick yes Fury. yes so and I think we're gonna. Are we gonna see the Spider Man too? The one with the, with the cloak. Oh, and and uh, and uh, headless Ant Man. 
Yeah. So I'm wondering, is this episode going to be an hour long? It has to be, right? Or 45 was, minutes? Maybe at least like 40, maybe. Yeah. Because so it, it almost feels like the finale is going to bring all the characters we've met so far back together. So that would be Captain Marvel. That would be the zombie hunter Spider-Man, Strange Supreme, Killmonger. Uh, I said I think I said Captain Marvel. Captain Carter is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow from the Ultron Apocalypse. Uh, Party Thor. Um, T'Challa, Star Lord, and then Gamora. So there, there would be close to ten of them coming back and fighting up against Ultron in his box. I could see a situation the where they're um, kind of like Infinity War, right? Where there's two battles going on, or maybe even three, and we're switching back and forth between those battles. Oh, so maybe Rachel that shot. Rachel brought up a great point. Remember, we saw this moment where Nick Fury was thawing Steve Rogers' shield, and that's when Captain Marvel shows up. So. Yeah. Could we be seeing an actual Captain America as well? That'd be pretty cool. So Captain Carter, Captain America, and Captain Marvel all together? <laughs> I forgot cool. that happened, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know what's weird? There's This has been a long journey like for throughout this season. Like I bet you there's stuff we're not even thinking about that we forgot about that's going to come back around in this finale. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And you I mean, know who we didn't talk about is, uh, is it Arnim Zola? Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola. Yeah. Which was, I think, it. was a great, it, perfect callback to mm -hmm. the Winter Soldier, my favorite MCU movie. Um, and it call, calling back in a very similar fashion, obviously including Black Widow this time, but with Hawkeye. Uh, also, yeah. what a very powerful, sad moment mm -hmm. when Clint died um, and the way that it happened. Beautiful, beautiful animation of how it happened, too, with the yeah. Ultron bots. Uh, but Arnim Zola is in an, is in an Ultron bot body, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, so how that comes back around is going to be very cool, but yeah, I thought it was a really cool, interesting way to do that on the, you know, in, in the winter soldier, they destroyed him. This is the, this is obviously what Arnim Zola probably had in mind when he put himself in a computer is to come back at some point inside of some kind of being, uh, that has the ability to do what he did in this episode. Um, very interesting that he's kind of going to be the thing that destroys Ultron if that's what happens. So. Yeah, he has to play a role. They they did yeah. this on purpose. That version of Hawkeye sacrificed himself. A one-armed so Hawkeye, which I thought was badass. No, that was so cool. So and how cool. how they can put it back on. And yeah. that's another thing is like, yeah, this episode was about Ultron and how powerful it becomes. But it was also about Hawkeye and Black Widow. And it's funny that we talk about them all the time. They're the non-superpowered heroes, right? And they're the only two in the group and they survive they survive all those superpowers and they're beings. they're going to be the reason why we get the universe back and all the superpower beings died ultron killed them all not even just the earth ones he killed all the asgardians everybody yep but a human black widow is the one who survives i love what was a was it Widow? Didn't Widow call Ultron over the phone in the episode? Yeah, right? and she ordered a pizza. That's right. She ordered a pizza that was and hilarious. was like playing games to get the bots to come to them, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is just brilliant because it's so placed to the characters. But you're right. It's. I will say that I don't think this episode would have worked without that story. I, I thought the story was very important. Mm -hmm. um, it's I, I As much as I do love seeing all the superhero and galaxy-wide stuff happening i really do love when the mcu kind of goes small on the ground and stuff like mm -hmm. this, this happens even in animation um you know i love like i said i love the opening scene of this episode where it was on clint and, and natasha as they're finding the bots and and doing their thing and kind of 
uh, going about a plan. Some great um, action too with the arrows and the motorcycle and all that stuff. Great so action. Good. So good. Yeah. Being able to use these characters uh, skill set is very, very cool. I'm interested in seeing how it all works. Um, she's obviously going to be involved. Uh, how she gets brought into it, I'm not sure. I, I'm very cool to see, or very excited to see whether it be the Watcher or Supreme kind of like go around these different universes and be like, we need your help. Like, yeah. I need you to come with me right now. Um, and we have this really rambunctious, weird group who mm -hmm. gets together, who have never seen each other before, get introduced to what the multiverse is, and they have to go fight something like Ultron and his army, which is very cool. So, Yeah, and I obviously it's going to start with the Watcher and Strange Supreme because they, he, you know, when Strange Supreme episode ended and he's stuck in that little glass ball or whatever he's in, I'm like, that would suck just to spend eternity <laughs> in there. Yeah. And we all, what did we talk about? I mean, we have speculation for Spider-Man No Way Home and all that stuff. We're like, okay, if this Doctor Strange gets out is a part of this season finale and then the MCU possibly how and this is how well here's here's what's funny about that Jacob so today and I know you don't really get introduced to stuff online until we say it to you yeah but there was a rumor going around today that Ultron bots will be in Doctor Strange 2 <laughs> wow I yeah that makes sense <laughs> so I there mean, you go it, because it, it's a multiverse of madness right so in one of these worlds Ultron wasn't destroyed, obviously. There, so, I, I we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about this on now at some point. But we're, we're gonna. You think we're gonna get a what if character in that movie, right? It's got to happen. A hundred percent. I honestly think, like, like I, at this point, now knowing everything, it's got to happen. We've talked about one of the characters popping up somewhere, right? Is a strong possibility. But it that this show is literally about the multiverse. Like, I know they're playing on the what if like angle of it and they used to do comics called what if but this is basically like loki kind of introduces to the multiverse softened us up to it and this is just full-blown multiverse and then that movie's called the multiverse of madness so this has got to be connected somehow it is and i while i usually don't love hero character literally fighting an evil version of themselves i normally don't like that but if it's this strange supreme, I don't mind it at all because he's such an interesting character. Yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting because I know that when the No Way Home trailer came out, we were theorizing of obviously whether or not that was the real Doctor Strange or not. Mm -hmm. um, if Strange Supreme kind of like writes his wrongs and fights for the multiverse, the idea of that being the evil Doctor Strange in No Way Home kind of is thrown out the window. Um because he could become a good guy after all the bad he's done. Well, I don't know. He could like he could still help save the day and then somehow maybe like, sneak into the main timeline and maybe imprison the other Doctor Strange somewhere else and pose as him. Because what does he want more than anything? Is uh Rachel Christine. McAdams character Christine. Christine. Yeah. And she's still alive in our world. Rachel McAdams is returning in the movie. So that could be interesting. It's very possible. It's yeah. very possible. Um, any any final thoughts before we, we wrap up here? I know we didn't cover... We pretty much covered everything. Um, but anything we missed that you may want to talk about? Um, not specifically in the episode. There was it, was... it was one of my favorites. I don't want to say it's my favorite, but it it's probably top three for me, this okay. episode. And I... Look, I know we talked about vision and stuff, but it's like... Uh, can you imagine if 
Vision was fully like healthy during Infinity War and Endgame, like what he could have done. It would have never Thanos would have never happened. Yeah. So and it's just funny to me. It's like, all right, make Vision powerful when we need him to be, but take away his power when we don't need him to be powerful. So it was pretty terrifying seeing him. I, I will say I love the moment where he essentially became Ultron Prime and yeah. got like the suit and the oh, stones yeah. and all that. It was a really cool moment, even though he's a super, super bad guy. Um, it was very cool to see because yeah. just like in Age of Ultron, it was that like, okay, like what if scenario where I would have loved to have seen if Ultron had be- become part of that body. Even though it is animation, it was still a very cool scene to see him capitalize on on the ultimate plan that he had. Um, and I'm ex- honestly like, I, I, going into the series, I didn't really know what to expect as far as like an end game, um, pun intended, uh, <laughs> like whether or not it would have had this giant storyline yeah. or if they were just fun one offs like the comics really were. But I do really love that for seven, eight episodes or seven episodes, they were just like, yeah, we're doing some fun stories. And then the last two, they're like, nope, it's all connected. We're I love everybody it. back and we're going to have an Avengers style team up for the final episode for this one giant story. I really, really do love that. And you know what is unfortunate about this is people aren't catching on casual fans. I, I heard the numbers aren't doing as well as like Loki and WandaVision did. Casual fans think this is just a little throwaway animated show. It is not like I my brother's kind of a casual fan, a little bit more than a casual fan. I told him you have to watch this. Yeah. I told him it's like if you're an MCU fan, you 100 percent have to watch this. And. All I can say is tell your friends out there that to check this out because it's going to be important in the MCU going forward. Well, and they've talked about doing at least a second season as well. Yeah, it, it's not going to go away. It's it's funny. I, th- I was thinking about this as we were talking about it. I don't know if this would ever work because they'd have to wait a long time, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're almost telling the Infinity War saga in season one of what if in a what if style. What if mm-hmm. they did the next saga in season two in the what if style something like that it would it, we'd have a giant break in between seasons but we're seeing the infinity war saga right now in what if season one whatever saga happens next whether it's like you know kang the conqueror or the multiverse stuff maybe that's what season two is going to be i don't know that's a i never thought about that but that's a great point and you know what we're forgetting is and i just remembered this that white vision is still out there yep because I was thinking, oh, we're never going to see Vision again. He's dead. But White Vision is still out White there. White Vision is still out so, there. That could be interesting. Yeah. What if we see Ultron 2 come back and try to attempt to get White, White Vision's body? I mean, who knows? That, that's a possibility. Very possible. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. That's going to wrap up Marvel Rewind today as we uh, finish up our conversation here on Episode 8, What If Ultron 1. Uh, we will be back here on either Wednesday or Thursday this week to be recapping the finale. Uh, it's going to be a big, big episode wrapping up what if this week uh, and some of our schedules freed up this week. So we're going to be able to do it early this week and uh, capitalize and review and talk about it. Uh, and we're hoping for a really, really good episode. But for now, if you guys like this video, make sure you guys are hitting that like button uh, always helps us out here on the channel. If you want to see more, just like it, hit that subscribe button. If you have, you not already, uh, we're doing all kinds of fun things here uh, on top of rewind. we got the fan Lauren club. we got the casting table and our main show every single week called apocalypse. Now, where we are covering everything in the movie verse. So check that out. Uh, so for Jacob and myself, uh, we appreciate all of you watching, whether it's live or back on the replay. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you guys back on the finale. Bye, guys.